0: So I walked outside and the porch cat ran under my smoker and then I just like looked up and the porch cat was standing in front of me. And I was like, then what just ran under the smoker? And I moved it and it was a giant possum! So then I moved the smoker, and it didn't move because it was trying to play dead. And and it was like, does it see me? Does it see me? But you can see his tail wagging. And then I walked into the garage, and a mouse ran away, which freaked me out. And then I walked deeper in the garage to get ready to record a video, and it's pitch black in there. I only have my iPhone light, and I have it aimed at my face. All of a sudden, I hear, and I was like, what the? (laughs) And I look up, and there's this, like, youthful squirrel. He wasn't very old, but he's like <laughs> on the ceiling looking at me with the light on. I'm like, what's up? And, he's like, <laughs> and it just like vanishes and pops out somewhere else staring at me. And then vanishes like <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I don't want to be in mm-hmm. here, but I got to record this video. <laughs> and then it's on the other side of me. But that was a different one no no it was the same youthful squirrel and then it ran away and then exited through i guess i have a hole in my roof somewhere and i was like okay we're good that so doesn't I, surprise me i've seen your your garage roof thank you and so i pull out the camera to start again and then <laughs> <laughs> he at pops least, back out. Yeah, at least it wasn't a bat <laughs> no we have those two and then i i finally like i was like all right i'm just gonna record so like I aim the light at me, and I'm like, I don't know if the squirrel's gonna like attack me or what, because like I haven't seen it in a while. And I'm holding the light. All of a sudden, like to the left of me, like on the ground, right next to me here, I, just, <laughs> I was like, ah! <laughs> I nearly just ran. And I was too scared. Anyways, my house is owned by porch cats, possums, mice, bats, and squirrels. Youthful squirrels. Welcome to the Jackson Cloud. I'm Jamin. I'm Casey. And I'm Olivia. And now, in our fourth episode of Revelation, we are into... Verse (laughs) 2. Hey, at least we got through the one verse in one episode. Yeah, which I forgot to ever read the first verse when I did the episode on the first verse. So, the whole last episode was about Jesus returning soon. I'll read it now for retrospect. Revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave him to show his servants the things that must soon take place. There. That was what the last episode was about. And now we're into verse 1b to 2. Oh, oh, we didn't even make it all the way through (laughs) verse 1. Ready? Ready? He made it known by sending his angel to his servant John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, even to all that he saw. His angel. Why do you do that with your eyebrows every time you say his? I just thought it might direct us as to where we're going. (laughs) 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 All right, okay. All right, okay. All right, all right, okay, okay. We've done a bajillion episodes. We cannot get into this every time we talk about it. So the quick synopsis elevator pitch. Throughout the Old Testament, there is a being called the angel of the Lord, who, in my opinion, and even the opinion of some scholars, is Jesus himself pre-incarnate. So before Jesus is born of flesh, there is... Jesus. Which is not weird because the Bible tells us that Jesus has always existed since the beginning of time. He did not come to exist when he was born of flesh. He has always been there. Okay. Alright. What were you going to say? But this is the angel post Yes. Pre-incarnate. No, no. Post. Jesus is post-incarnate. Right? Right. But... He's so talking this about is, the verse. The verse is referencing yes yes so here's what's interesting all throughout the old testament you have this character who is god the jewish system of the time had this kind of like two yahweh figurehead we have a three we've got the whole trinity right mm-hmm. father son holy spirit but in ancient times that binitarianism which was there is yahweh we can't see and there is yahweh we can see And the angel of the Lord is this Yahweh that we can see. So we've gone through him a hundred times. He shows up to Abraham. Eventually he's going to show up to Moses in the burning bush. People always are like, oh, a burning bush is talking to him. No, it says the angel of the Lord was in the burning bush. So, like, there's the angel of the Lord saying, I am who I am, you know, Yahweh, that's my name. So here you have this two Yahweh figurehead. Now, in the New Testament times, when the Jewish culture started seeing that the Christians were going this kind of like Jesus as like second like is this kind of second head of God type thing, so' I'm like, oh, no, 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 like let's get rid of that teaching as though it never existed because the Christians are now bringing Jesus into that kind of like position of of god in in parts type thing, right. Three and one. Holy Trinity. Right. Okay. So, all that being said, we have Angel of the Lord in the Old Testament, and then he's just gone in the New Testament. He was there all the time in the Old Testament. Gone. Just gone. Not present anymore. Right? And now, maybe, possibly, unsuredly, but possibly, we have a post- Resurrection reference to him. Maybe. Possibly. Maybe. This is the only time where there's like this definite article in the New Testament that seems to imply like this could be that angel. So if we were to look deeper into it, we have God send his angel to John. And then we suddenly have uh, John get this like image of, of Jesus. So... Is this the same, like, type thing going on right here? Maybe. I mean, Maybe it sounds not. like it would be. Could be. Could be. Because we have angels all over the place in Revelation. So, like, which angel is this? It could just be, like, the interpreting angel that takes John on his apocalyptic journey. Because well, that's I mean, a part of an apocalypse. Here's my question. Is his capitalized? No, but that would be an English thing if it was. Like, we would do that more than the Greek would, so. Okay. But here's where we can be unsure. At the end of Revelation, at the end of Revelation, it says God, no, it says Jesus says, I'm the one who sent the angel. So then we're like, oh, so maybe not, (laughs) you know, like Jesus sending the angel of the Lord would be Jesus sending Jesus. Unless, here's what John does all the time throughout Revelation, is keep identifying Jesus with God. Like this is where we get like some hardcore Trinitarianism. A lot of people are like, I don't know that I see the Trinity at all. How do you miss it with John? Like he's constantly talking about God and Jesus as though they're the same person. Like he's intentionally blurring the lines all the time. And you're like, wait, who's on the throne? God or is it Jesus? yes like it's the same person you know and so it's possible that when jesus at the end of revelation is like i sent you my angel it could just be like beginning of revelation god sends the angel end of revelation jesus sent the angel it could again just be john be like yeah yes same person you know i sent you me you know that that kind of thing so could it be could it not it's up to everyone else to decide. But it gets a little messy for some people for other reasons. Before we go it there. It seems like such a complicated way to say it. Like, <laughs> God is sending mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's too simple. I am sending my angel. Like, <laughs> I mean, how much complicated I do you have to get for that? <laughs> well, okay, so let's reference that for a minute. Because John is complicated. Like, John is like... I got the whole Bible memorized. Now let me tell you to as weird as I possibly can. Like that's kind of what John John's like. I thought of an analogy earlier based on an analogy Michael Heiser gave. So I'm basically just stealing it and repurposing it. Which, by the way, <laughs> episode 355 of the Naked Bible podcast is all about this. If you want to go a lot deeper in this, you're going to have to listen to that because I'm not going to get technical enough in this episode. But... uh The analogy I'm repurposing is this. Imagine that Lego puts out a Genesis set. (laughs) Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Okay, so you've got all the Bibles in Legos on the table, right? Mm -hmm. And John is just like, yeah, that piece in Genesis, (laughs) that piece from Zechariah. Ooh, let's take a handful from Isaiah and then he starts to just build a set. And and like they're all now just one thing and he gets it. <laughs> and he's hoping with this piece of art that he's he's created that everyone else will get it too. And he's just like, "Hold on. You're saying John's a master builder? <laughs> yes. He he is the master builder." But like literally, like, you know, Lego would just have a heart attack. Bro, you know, except for the <laughs> Lego movie, they would be like, You got the point, John. <laughs> you took pieces from everything. Yeah. In your face, Will Farrell. You can't just be gluing stuff no together. No correggle. <laughs> but but for 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 John, it's like, I see that, I want that. I don't want to explain it. I just want to say it. And that he's he's pulling all these pieces and then like picking it up like this is a masterclass in bible study so technically complicated we can't understand it all the time but like around what he's going to do in the first few chapters there are going to be moments where verses about the angel of the lord but also about other angels and also about god are all just going to be like put together in one Lego set and you're like pulling the bricks apart, trying to be like, why did he use this one? You know, but like he, he gets it. He understands what he, what he was doing here. Um, and so there might be a reference to Jesus, but the way in which Jesus is referenced in revelation, you're like, wait, wasn't the angel of the Lord doing that like in Zechariah? And you're like, yes. Wait, hang on. Isn't God the one who rides on the clouds, but Jesus is doing it here? Yes. Wait, isn't God like the white-haired one sitting on the throne, but Jesus is... Uh Uh-huh. Like, it's just, that's what John's doing. He doesn't, he never just comes out and says anything. He's always like a divine parable that you need to really think about if you want to understand, piecing it all together into one big thing. So to your point... I get what you're saying. It's just not the John way. (laughs) Uh, But John of other people, I feel like he's one who's always given more credit to uh, the angel of the Lord being Jesus throughout the Old Testament. And it starts right at the beginning of his gospel. At the beginning of John where he's like, in the beginning was the Word. The Word became flesh, come and dwelt among us. Throughout the Old Testament, we have the Word, which is this sometimes visual manifestation of god the word speaks to abraham mm-hmm. the word uh touches a prophet's lips um the word well uh remember that passage in john where john's like uh people think jesus is crazy and jesus is like well, jesus said something that made everyone think that jesus just said he talked to abraham back mm-hmm. in the day <laughs> and 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 Jesus is like, yeah, I talked to Abraham. (laughs) What's the deal? Like the only way we can get there, John says that Jesus was the word. And the word was the one that talked to Abraham when he showed him the the vision about how he'll bless him and make him a, a, a nation. All that being said, already in John's thinking is this angel of the Lord, this word of the Lord, this physical manifestation of the Lord being Jesus. Like we've already seen that in his writing. So it would make possible sense here in a confusing roundabout way of God sending his angel, which is Jesus. John needed an editor. This is what what I've gotten away with. John needed an editor. Yeah, there's no publisher that would (laughs) have. All right, John, you're going to have to explain this a little bit. Absolutely not. Don't make me indie publish this. I'll send it to seven churches before I I change it. (laughs) <laughs> um, but we do run into a confusion here Because then we're like wait So is it just this angel Or is Jesus always the angel Because there are times where The angels are doing things Where like wait I thought that was Jesus So let me give you a few, few examples really quick um, For example Jesus is holding the keys of death in Hades mm-hmm. But later, there's an angel holding the keys of death in Hades. So we're like, wait, is that a different angel? Like, did Jesus just... Is it a baton that he's passing along? Or is is it Jesus again? Really, race of the keys of Hades. <laughs> is that what's going on? Uh, Jesus, in Revelation 116, his face is shining like the sun. There's another angel whose face is shining like the sun in Revelation 10. Uh, Jesus is holding a scroll in his hand when he's the lamb. Well, in his hoof. And Jesus is opening a scroll as a lamb. I don't know how that works. (laughs) Jesus is is opening a scroll, right? (laughs) Um, But later, there's an angel holding the scroll in his hand. Uh, Needless to say, there's all these moments where we're like, is this the angel? Is it the angel of the Lord as Jesus? Is this a different angel? It gets super confusing. Um, and then to make it most confusing of all, you do have that one angel with that well-known verse where John like gets ready to like worship the angel or something. And the angel's like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing, John? Stop it. Like, worship Jesus. And that, then we're just like, okay, so it's not Jesus who's the same. So, like, there's this constant confusion because John, it's like, can you at least name him? Oh, I named Michael. What more do you want? It's like, yeah, but, like, help us. We don't know who you're talking about half the time, you know? Um, but John, John's a little bit all over the place. Uh, and so you're often left with this confusion. So, what would you do with that? Would you say, like, based on that one angel that. Jesus was never being likened, you know? No, I wouldn't wouldn't go that far. What far would you go? What far, Casey? (laughs) I would think... (laughs) That John is sometimes calling Jesus, Jesus, and sometimes calling him the angel in order to like blur the line between the Old Testament and the New Testament versions of Jesus Hmm. that we know, so we can kind of put that together, but then he also uses angel to actually talk about the angels, and it gets just really (laughs) confusing. Yeah, yeah. I would say... John needed an editor. That's, that's where I'm going to stay at right there. Well, I've always been conflicted because, on one hand, like, the last thing I want to do is, like, the angel is Jesus. And that one angel will be like, no, it was me the whole time. I told you not to worship me, you know. But then I'm like, hey, hold on, hold on. This is like an intention problem, you know? Like, if I was having John's vision and I saw that angel, I would be like, well, of course I'm not supposed to worship you. You know, like so this is first off, it's not a moral problem. It's like a it's a confusion problem. <laughs> but then secondly, I think I found a conclusion that I I like that works with all this. So, first off, there's really only one time, like I said in the whole New Testament, where the reference to an angel of God could be in reference to Jesus. And it's this one that we read today. God sent his angel. Could be. That, I think, works. Because then we have him have this, like, revelation of Jesus after this angel is sent. So, like, that makes sense to me. And I do see how it could be at the end when when it's like, Jesus is like, I sent that angel. Like, that could be John just, again, conflating God and Jesus are the same person. I think all those other angels throughout the whole middle section of Revelation, you know, between the two bookends of God sending it and Jesus sending it. All those other angels, I think, are other angels. But they're so in sync and unison with what Jesus is doing that it's hard to Sometimes like tell the difference which that's kind of the beautiful picture of where Christians are headed in the resurrection is that we are to be conformed entirely in the resurrection to the image of Jesus which means we will finally be obedient we will finally be doing everything that we're supposed to be doing we'll have that character that we've been longing for like well it's not that we won't be us anymore we'll, I'll still be Jamin just still be Olivia still Casey but we'll also finally have conformed to what we have so longed to be right now right i wish i was more loving more joyful more patient more peaceful kind gentle so on and so forth that's all fruits of the spirit and we get that in full in the resurrection and we start to get to grow that already but the angels i think throughout revelation sometimes like wait i thought jesus had the keys wait i, I thought jesus was the one with his face glowing i thought this i thought that I think it's possible we could just say like, no, those are all different angels, but like, see, these are the good ones. (laughs) The ones who aren't here anymore (laughs) are the ones who don't do what they're supposed to do. That's why they're not here anymore. Um, The ones who are still here, it's hard sometimes to tell the difference between Jesus and them because they're doing the, the correct mission, the right work. They're following orders, so on and so forth. So that would be the conclusion that I think I finally found for myself as like an acceptable middle ground. Mm-hmm. Could be him at the beginning and the end, Alpha and Omega. <laughs> but all the stuff in the middle could just be other angels also doing the work. So that's that's the middle ground that I finally found. So I don't know. Any thoughts or do you have a better idea? I'm okay with that. You could also pitch it all right like you <laughs> you I mean it doesn't okay what I okay. mean by that what I mean by that is in verse two of revelation if you don't think that's Jesus, what does that matter because <laughs> it's still the same story whether it was an angel who's like, let me tell you about Jesus or was Jesus let me tell you about myself like it doesn't change your your It doesn't change the meaning of revelation. What it does do, though, for those of us who are especially interested in, like, is that Jesus in the Old Testament? You know, like, if you go the other route, then you're like, yeah, that's what John was saying. (laughs) So, (laughs) okay, well, thoughts? No? Then go ahead and tell them how to think with us on the Discord Close it out, you guys. I tried to segue you.
1: No, we were going to let you you do it. We kept
0: talking, and you were getting really awkward, and we thought it was funny. We thought it was funny, yeah, indeed. My ears purple. They're a little red. A little bit, yeah. They get purple when I feel real awkward. So (laughs) keep it up. We'll get there soon. Who knows how many views that might get? Purple ears. All (laughs) right. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe down below. And see if you can beat the Casey's to the first comment. Or join us on the Discord. Yeah, yeah, Discord link below. Come talk to us. I love you. Bad robot.